0: Good afternoon. (laughs) I'm so happy you could join me for our walk together today. On this Wednesday afternoon, you're right on time, 3 o'clock, just as you said you would be. What a beautiful day here in New Hampshire, my time of year. However, it was almost too cold this morning when I was working outside. It was in the low 50s, and I should have dressed more warmly. The trees are beginning to turn those beautiful colors of autumn and a fire in the stove early morning feels so good and comforting. We have a pellet stove that Dale attends and it keeps our welcome room warm and that room leads to the kitchen. So both rooms are toasty on a cold morning. Thanks to Dale and that pellet stove I tend the wood stove in the living room, in the dining room, and it will not be long before we're using that stove to bring our home to a warmer temperature. Yes, indeed, our fuel bill budget has doubled now, so we must eventually use that wood stove daily. We will shut off some of our home so we may keep warm in the places we live in the most. We like to sleep in a cold bedroom, so that's not a penalty. Oh, and we do have a nice heated blanket. Dale and I are worried about some people in New Hampshire this year suffering terribly in the winter months. We may have to wear warmer clothing during the day, but we're fortunate that we have warm clothing at all. Now that I've spoken about the cold months ahead, I'd like to ask you who walk with me today if you have talked with or experienced God's presence recently. I do not speak of kneeling and intensely praying. I mean just kind of talking with Jesus during the day and when you go to bed. At this time of my life, I worry sometimes that my wife Dale might think that I'm losing it and that I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Shh, shh, don't tell her. But sometimes I am talking to myself. And sometimes I believe I hear her talking to herself. But I really do find that our Lord walks with us and guides us each day. If we just pay attention. On our walks, I'm sure that I have spoken to you about writing down the times when you know that God has been with you listening to you, and helping you at moments that sometimes surprise you. At the beginning of this week, I had an email from the First Baptist Church in Medford, Massachusetts. That was my mother's and father's church, and I often attend their service on a Sunday through our modern technology called Zoom. There have been two times when I've been asked to do a video children's chat, which is shown during their Sunday morning service. I was asked if I would do a chat this Sunday, for it is the traditional Sunday for the blessing of animals. The first two chats that I did were with Molly, our Bernice Mountain Dog, and they thought it fitting that Molly might be in the video this Sunday. The email mentioned St. Francis and his love of animals, So I replied that Molly and I, with the help of Dale, the producer, we would send a video. That evening, as we sat in my study after supper, I went to my bookcase and picked up a book about Christmas. I spoke last week about going through old papers and how those old papers helped me to remember certain memories. And there were a couple of books about Christmas. I brought them down from the attic to my study. Now, some might say that it was by chance, never me. for when I started to read from the book I had chosen, two pages later was the tradition of St. Francis and his love of animals, especially at Christmas. And after all, an ox and sheep and donkeys were all there in the stable, when Jesus was born. But here I am about to record a video about the blessing of the animals. And in my hand, I really believe God placed the book that helped to explain about St. Francis and his life and his blessings upon the animals. And a man, I believe, who has lived the closest to the life of Jesus, St. Francis, why he came flooding back to me I remember him well from my days in seminary. The first nativity with animals present happened around 800 years ago. This pastor believes with all my heart that God had me bring those books down a week or more or so ago, and I believe that God knew the story of St. Francis was in that book, and I believe God even knew I was going to be asked to do that children's chat on St. Francis Sunday. There was one person, when I told him that God saw to it when I had a doctor's appointment and with the difficulty I can have walking and breathing, that God kept a parking space close for me to the door of the doctor's office. Oh, I do have a handicap sign now but that does not mean that there's a close parking parking space always available. The man replied to me when I said how I believed that in talking to God, he saw I had a close space to get into the doctor's office. He said, oh my, that is the parking God." I smiled, but still think, was thinking inside, no, that's the love Jesus taught us about God the Father, that he's always there to help us. It fills me with wonder that Jesus taught us that God is always ready to walk with us. All we have to do is put out our hand and reach for his. As we walk today, there are so many in our world who need the presence of God. Our own country this day is being devastated by a hurricane in the south. There is a God reaching out to those who are suffering in that storm, just as he has reached out in history to those who are in need and in desperation. God reached out to the Hebrews who were living in slavery and he rescued them. Jesus reached out to the lame, the poor, the sinner, the unfortunate, the outcast of society. May our hearts be open to hear and to find the love of God in our lives, and may others do the same. I'm sure, like me, there would be no meaning or purpose in life without that loving God who walks with us every day, who listens to our prayers, and takes care of us. It is so beautiful in autumn in New England, isn't it? Close your eyes with me for a moment and walk with me. We're on a dirt road that runs along the south side of Green Hill in Barrington. To our right are the grapevines climbing the trees and those grapevines are laden with purple grapes. Keeping your eyes closed now, I want you to climb a ladder with me in my younger days and pluck a bunch of grapes and place them in your basket tied to your belt. We'll bring them down to the farm kitchen and there they will be made into a wonderful unequaled grape jelly. Keep your eyes closed now. We're going to return down that road and to our right, which we're not opening our eyes, is a huge grove of beech beech trees and then the wind arises. Oh, open your eyes now. And look skyward with me. It's been there so many times I've seen this. Suddenly, with the wind and the beech trees in autumn, a rain of gold leaves, gold yellow leaves falling all around us. Look at them. There's a shower of of gold from God. Gaze upon that grove of trees. Let the leaves catch in your hair and on your clothes. Have you ever seen such a beautiful sight before? Open your eyes, open your heart, open your ears and witness God's glory in the wind and in the falling leaves. Beech leaves fall upon us, just as does the love of God when we open our lives to his promises. Truly, he walks with us every moment. All we have to do is talk to him and ask him to be there the falling beautiful leaves of a beech tree, and you and I walking. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, look up, the love of God falls down us like those golden leaves of a beech tree in autumn. And now, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from the other, amen.